0: Welcome to the 242nd, a podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm a little late this time, I'm a few weeks behind. Um, Unforeseen circumstances. Um, My wife's stepfather passed away. Um, That's a different story than needs to be told on this podcast, but He passed away, um, and then our nephew got married the following week after that happened, Um, and then we went on vacation, Um, me, my wife, and my son. We spent three days in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and three days in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, If you follow the Brewpill YouTube channel, you'll see a little clip there where I did a couple segments with my nephew, Michael, who was more like my little brother than my nephew but got to hang out with him in Birmingham that's where he is um really enjoyed the mountains though in Tennessee as well getting back to all this I might delve more into the passing of my father-in-law um but that's um I don't know if that's my story to tell or not but he he's he was a great man who who's gonna be thoroughly missed um my son's grandfather um you know, but right now, just, uh, I got told off by my, uh, I don't know if I was told off want to pick on him a little bit, my regional Northwest manager, the Northwest United States. Um, Brooks asked if I was ever going to make another episode this morning and I hadn't forgot I I I've just been behind Brooks I apologize. I know I have millions of glamoring fans out there, tons of emails. Just kidding cuz nobody ever emails me. You can get a hold of me at the 242nd at uh whatever email I have said before. It's not at hotmail. It's the 242nd at hold on. Outlook.com or of course the brew pill101 at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter, find me on TikTok, find me on Instagram. I'm Simon at the BrewPill. There's a YouTube channel for the brew pill. Um but thank you for hanging in there. I apologize. Um I, I, I didn't mean to cut into the overall production value of zero. Um <laughs> but I'm I'm I am a few weeks behind and I apologize. Um I keep I meant to do it this when I was on vacation, didn't do that cuz I was enjoying a few too many beers every night. Um anyway, going through my long ass list of things that I've watched. Because I do keep a diary of that. Last month last time I did one I forgot that I'd watched Finch. Finch is a Tom Hanks movie that was is on Apple TV. Um, I liked it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. On a post-apocalyptic Earth, a robot built to protect the life of his creator's beloved dog learns about life, love, friendship, and what it means to be human. Um, it's almost uh almost like a one man show. Um, well, it's, but it's two. Tom Hanks is the main character, and he creates a robot, and then he <clears throat> the world. In certain spots, obviously, has fell to crap. Like I say, post-apocalyptic, they don't tell you a lot about what happened. You just see the struggle and the creation um, and everything he's dealing with. I would recommend it if you have Apple TV. Um, watch it. I, I liked it. It's not something that's going to stick out as the most action-packed. But if you like storytelling, it's a good storytelling device. Um, like I said, I enjoyed it. Of course, um, I have finally got to watch Squid Game on Netflix. I'm a little behind because I'm not too far behind because I don't think they're going to do another season of Squid Game until 2024, for some reason, is what I think I read this morning. Um, so, I thoroughly enjoyed Squid Game. It was a little bit predictable, but um, I liked it. Uh, I kind of... I don't know if it was the tell with, I kind of guessed the little, the little glitch as it was happening. Cause it's the only thing that made sense in my mind. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot of good actors, a lot of good Asian actors. Um, I've seen a couple in other Korean films and that I've seen. If you haven't seen Squid Game, watch it. It's well worth it. It'll keep your interest. Um, there's no low. That's a good thing about having eight or nine episodes. You can go through it. You can binge watch. Um, and it's on Netflix, of course. <coughs> uh, we got Paramount Plus. We got away with Direct TV. We're done with the DVR and Direct TV and paying extra. So we we're just doing streaming. Um. We got Paramount Plus is one of the ones we picked up as well. Um, My son has been wanting to see. He saw the the commercial for Clifford the Big Red Dog. Um, A young girl's love for a tiny puppy named Clifford. Everyone knows the story of Clifford, right? Makes the dog grow to an enormous size. Um, I didn't know anything much about Clifford, really, because it was after I was a kid you've got Jack Whitehall who's over there, You got John Cleese, um, Tony Hale, David Allen Greer, Paul Rodriguez. Um I'm fighting a cold. But it's a kids, you know, if you have a kid, if you have somebody under the age of 12, um they'll enjoy it. It, it kept my interest for the long time of an hour and 36 minutes. Um and it's, you know, it's if you have Paramount Plus, it's on there. Um, so, you know, it's worth it to to watch it if you have a kid under the age of 12. It'll keep there, you don't have to watch it as an adult. There's a couple of, you know, being Jack Whitehall being in there, a couple of adult, you know, things that so they kind of sneak in there at any time nowadays. Um, but, okay. Um, also on Paramount, um, before we got rid of direct TV, we started watching a show called ghosts and we really enjoy, you know, uh, this couple inherits a house and the wife has an accident and then she's able to see ghosts and she sees everywhere she goes, she can see ghosts. And so she starts communicating the ghosts that live in the house. She finds out that she can see them everywhere now. Um, but you know, we've really enjoyed this show and in the credits it says BBC America. So we're flipping through HBO max and they have the BBC version of ghosts. Um, I highly recommend watching both of them. They're both pretty funny. The British one, if you have a British sense of humor is always funnier to me because it's, it goes a little, uh, more adult, I guess you could say. But uh, the American one even has uh, certain sayings that I'm surprised they're allowed to get away with on TV. Um, But either version, like I said, HBO Max has the Ghosts BBC version, Paramount Plus, or CBS if you just have cable still. They have the American version of Ghosts. Um, If you like funny stuff, it's pretty funny. I mean, dealing with ghosts, living in a house, and... Um, all the, all the, it just go, they go slightly go in different versions from the British to the American because they're trying to run a bed and breakfast. They're trying to make money off of this house that they inherit because they don't own the house. They inherit the house and they're, they're, check out both versions if you would. Um, of course coming over a month ago, I think it was to both Disney and HBO Max. Was free guy, Ryan Reynolds, a twenty twenty one movie, um, with also with Taika, Taika Waititi, um, Channing Tatum. It was a funny movie, um, directed by Sean Levy, um, about you know people who you know uh, bank teller discovers he's actually an npc inside a, an open world video game of course this was a lot to explain to a child cuz my son wanted to watch this so we watched it you know explaining what an npc is cuz he does play video games but he doesn't really understand the whole thing um it's it's a cute movie it's more of a kids movie it's a, it's a typical Ryan Reynolds movie anymore where he's I don't know. I'm not saying I mind Ryan Reynolds, but I like to. He's like, gets to be a lot like himself anymore. <clears throat> I guess his little comedic side, and that's where he sits. Um, also on Apple TV, me and my wife, the, the show that started, I guess, the entire Apple TV lineup was the morning show with Jennifer Aniston. Um, Reese Witherspoon, Billy Crudup Nestor Carbonell, um, Sherry Belafonte, Steve Carell. Um, basically, I don't know if it's done or not. If it's just, we've, we're, I think we're into the second season, end of the first season, the beginning of the second season or something. Um, we're not into the last season. Uh, but it's kind of like, uh, as my wife, she wanted to see it because Jennifer Addison. It's pretty dark. Um, but kind of uh, very similar to the, I think, the Today show drama with Matt Lauer. Um, it's entertaining. Um, we're still not watching it every night or anything. We still got plenty of episodes to go. But if you have Apple Plus, you probably already know about it. Because it's like, like I said, I think it's one of the first shows they did on there. Um, Going on next, uh, there's a, it's on HBO Max now, Love Life. It is a TV show. The first time we saw Love Life, it was actually on TBS. Um... And my wife have caught an advertisement because it's got Anna Kendrick. Um and it's basically just a story. The first ten episodes is a story of her love life. Um and that not every person that you fall in love with will be your um one and all the same, you know. You have your trials and tribulations of relationships. It's pre- it was pretty raw. Um but then they never app they never showed uh anything for a second and then I would look through HBO max and they had a second season and it made sense because at the end of the show, it always said max originals. And I was like, I wonder if that had anything to do with HBO max. The second season, um, goes a little different direction. You still see her for like part of an episode a little bit, but you're introduced to another character played by William Jackson Harper. And it becomes basically his love life also as Keith David, um, Anna Kendrick has a little bit in it. We um, got a lot of lot of names you'll you'll know when you see. Them. Mara Stidamer is in there too. <coughs> Excuse me. But it, it's it's really interesting show. Love Life. Like I said, you can catch that on HBO Max. Um. Also coming out was Turning Red. The new Pixar animated movie, straight to Disney Plus. Um, when a 13-year-old girl named Malin turns into a giant red panda whenever she gets too excited. Oh, that's not really kind of the way it is. When she gets too excited, it's dealing with the change of life as any young girl. Basically, um, I love this movie. Um, some people have I've read people complaining about it because it's. It's, I don't know, I think a lot of adults assume that you can just put on a movie in front of a kid and walk away and just never talk about it. So when this deals with adolescence and going through puberty, the same as... Um, I'm trying to think of the, the other name of the movie where it deals with a young girl dealing with depression and stuff, Pixar... Um but this is a really good movie. Um it's voiced by even even Sandra O oh is in here, a lot of smaller names <coughs> But uh <clears throat> based in Canada Asian in reference, um it deals with a lot of different issues, plus like I said, adolescence growing up. And I don't know if you say puberty or, you know, the correct terminology. But I liked it. I didn't have to explain anything to my son. I sat there and watched it. I, I, I watch every movie with my child in case I have to explain anything. Um, I'm going to go back and rewatch it because there was multiple children in the room. Because um, we saw this when my father-in-law was still alive um, before he passed, I believe. I'll have to look up the date. Oh no, it might have been just after he passed because his daughter was in town with her child. So it might have been just after he passed. So there was a lot of talking with the children. And my son wants to go back and watch it. And they're on Disney Plus, there's a behind the scenes like documentary, like an hour long, which is really interesting when they talk about the director and her vision and everything she wanted to do in this. I li- I really like Turning Red. Pixar, they're hit and miss lately. I mean, they're always good, but we're so spoiled by how good they are. Sometimes we miss the note. Um, getting into the final season of Better Things. I don't know if, if you watch Better Things out there. It's a Pamela Adelon show that's on fx you can pick you can watch it on hulu as well um it's been out since 2016 this is the last season i don't know if i've talked about it before but it's a, a mom raising three daughters at different ages and so you're always dealing with their different issues um she is uh the mother is an actress pamela Adlon, <coughs> actress slash comedian um she's dealing with her ailing mother her her brother who always tries to um protect her played by kevin pollock um her best friend diedrich Bader um and there's there's been a lot of different guest stars like this season Danny Trejo's been in two episodes um they'll throw in some decently big name stars for an episode here or there for just guest parts and but it's it's her dealing with juggling her job and raising her kids. This is the sixth and last season. If you haven't seen better things, watch it. Um, I highly recommend this show. I like a lot of the FX shows. <laughs> I think it's in season two <clears throat> that she is trying to date because she's divorced. And she goes out with this guy and... I want to get the sound clip off of it so I can do a TikTok out of it because it's freaking hilarious. But this guy she's dating is such a freaking douche nozzle and she just rips him a new one. And the way the the way it's verbalized is just so freaking hilarious. Um, I don't think this show gets a lo- enough props because I think the first two seasons were co-written and co-produced by Louis C.K. And that was about the time that he got in the shitstorm that he got into. Because Pamela and Louis were, and I think still are, friends. (laughs) But try to look past that if you can. You can't judge everything on Louis C.K. Pamela Adelon, she's been around. If you look at her credits, she's been around a long time. Fantastic um, actress. She's voiced a lot of things. If you look up her stuff. Sorry about this like I said I'm dealing with a cold it sucks um also on Hulu it was a show that was on FX there's a mini series called Devs D E V S um a computer I just started this I think I'm on episode 3 a computer engineer investigates a secretive development division in her company which he believes is behind the disappearance of her boyfriend um it was science fictiony so I watch it started watching it um it also has Nick Offerman in there. And I know a lot of people liked him from, was it, Parks and Rec? I never got into Parks and Rec, but... It seems pretty interesting so far. Um, like I said, I'm an issue, uh, issue Um issue. Episode 3. It's pretty dark. It's a little science fiction based. <clears throat> it's written and directed by Alex Garland, which is... He saved the movie Dread, one of my favorite movies. He wrote and ended up uh, directing that. Going back, uh while we're on vacation, we watched Dark Shadows from 2012, uh Johnny Depp movie. We watched that on Netflix when we were in the cabin in Tennessee. Um, I bought this. I actually own this, but we never watched it because I bought it for my mom because my mom used to watch the show. <clears throat> I don't know if she would like this or not because I never watched the show. Um... It's about Barnabas Collins, who is a vampire, who is imprisoned, and then, you know, hundreds of years later, because it was in 1752, when it starts, and then he is cursed, and becomes a vampire, and then thrown into, uh, he's buried alive, basically, for a couple hundred years, then he comes back, um... It's about him saving his family in a weird way. Um, of course, like I said, Johnny Depp, Michelle Pfeiffer, Eva Green, Helena Bonham Carter, Jackie O'Haley, Johnny Lee Miller, <coughs> Chloe Grace Moretz, oh, Christopher Lee, Alice Cooper. A lot of people didn't like this because it wasn't um it wasn't like the mo- the show. Um, I think this was also directed by Tim Burton. Yes. Um, some people put this on the, one of their worst lists. Um, I don't think it's that bad. Um, I don't have a love affair with the original. It's from the sixties, so it was interesting. Um, it did have a um, a little line between did it want to be serious or did it want to be a comedy because. It would just throw a comedic line every once in a while. Like they were unsure of how it was supposed to go. And I could go either way, but the little bit leaves you confused what they were trying to um trying to do with it. Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Mr. Brooks. I'll get right back to work. I'm just picking, bud. Um, the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh we watched was The Atom Project. Um, I think we watched this when we were in Tennessee as well. <laughs> um, this is the new one on Netflix, um, starring the one, the only Ryan Reynolds. Okay, my phone is locked up. Okay, let me see if I can fix this. Oh, please, still recording? Are you still recording? Yes. Okay, that's all that matters. Um, like I said, the one, the only. Ryan Reynolds. Um. It is another one directed by Sean Levy. So that's like two in a row. Sean and Ryan hook it up. Um, Mark Ruffalo's in it. Jennifer Garner, Zoe Saldana, Katherine Keener. <laughs> um the the part that sticks out on this is the kid who plays a young version of Ryan Reynolds, Walker Scoble. He is a really good young Ryan Reynolds. Um he probably stole the show. Um of course the premise is after accidentally crash landing in 2022, time-traveling fighter pilot Adam Reed teams up with his 12-year-old self for a mission to save the future. Um, it's very enjoyable. You can watch this with kids of any age, really. Um, the effects are pretty decent. This is straight to Netflix, so I'm going to say it's probably done pretty good for Netflix. Um, really enjoyed it. <clears throat> going through my notes. Also, we should have commercials in here because I found something that I would love to sponsor the show. And Mike Tyson has developed... Um, well, I don't know exactly his stake in it, but there's Mike Tyson Weed Company and the legalization of weed in like places like California, Recreational Weed in Colorado. Um, they have actually made... He, his company's made an edible that is shaped like an ear with a piece of the ear missing. It is a gummy. And I just think that is freaking hilarious. And now I want some. Um, I'll never have any because I get piss tested. But just to own and look at it, it's funny. My wife could enjoy it. Um, commercial, that, that was a commercial. Buy yourself some Mike Tyson edible ears. Next up, we got into, on HBO Max, the Peacemaker series. Um, Now, if you've watched the new Suicide Squad, directed by the one, the only, James Gunn, you know who Peacemaker is. This is nine episodes of fun right here, I'll tell you. John Cena. I didn't used to be a big John Cena fan, but he's kind of grown on me and in this show he shows that he's really grown his acting skills. I mean, it did in the Suicide Squad, you got to see it. I think I think any actor <clears throat> dependent on the director who gives them the motivation. Um this is a freaking sh- funny show. It is brutal, it is good. It also has got uh, Robert Patrick. Um one of the one of the funnier parts is... Because his dad is Robert Patrick. Um, is Freddy Stroma who plays Adrian Chase who plays Vigilante. And their little chemistry between them two is freaking hilarious. Um, if you like The Suicide Squad, the new one, watch this because it follows right along. And it's like uh, the saving grace for Peacemaker for making up for all the crap. And him realizing that there might be, a, I guess, a good person inside of himself, kind of. Um, we've also started watching, because my son wanted to watch it on Netflix. There's a show called Raising Dion. Um, A widowed single mom discovers that her son has superpowers and tries to figure out how to raise him safely and responsibly. Um, my son really likes this show. I like it. It's not a bad show. Um, it's got, uh, Alicia Wainwright, um, Jason Ritter, um, (sighs) and it's about her raising her kid, her, is it Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan? who is her son's father? I think he's only in a little bit. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Um, we're I think 6 7 episodes in. Um, so I have to look. I might be at the end of season 1. We haven't got into season two. I know that. Um, it's a good show. And it's not bad for kids either. Um, watch it if you've got Netflix. Always recommend, you know, well done superhero movies. Because I like comic books and stuff related. And that's what they're dealing with. Like Jason Ritter's character is treating the little boy as like, uh, well, you know. And he talks comic books, you know. Well, let's deal with it this way. Try to figure out this way. <clears throat> almost done with Doom Patrol on HBO Max. i in season three. They have introduced a new character Um, in the third season who's a time traveler. Uh, I am on episode... I don't know. Seven, I think six or seven in season three. Um, the whole thing going on with cyborgs, great. Um, crazy Jane. Um, the characters, the development that they take their time on these characters and Michelle Gomez. I believe she's come over from... That's what I was thinking. I think she was... Yeah. She was the Missy or the Mistress. The the newer version of the Master on the Doctor Who series. And she comes over here as a time traveler. So it's become very interesting. I mean, it's always interesting because I deal with a lot of different stuff on Doom Patrol. Gosh darn it. I was hardly coughing before Also, after I finished Squid Game, the next thing that popped up and said I recommended is there's a show called All of Us Are Dead, which is a zombie virus outbreak movie. Yes, I love zombie stuff. Starts off in a high school and it goes on for there is a Korean high school. It, it's all Korean. It's pretty violent. Um, I'm episode four, I think of that. I bounce around from place to place. I swear, between different streaming services, but uh. It's pretty good. Um, It goes along with, like, Train to Busan and stuff like that. Uh, It's Netflix, so check it out if you're into that. We're getting close to getting done. I've got three more things, and then I'll be done with talking about this stuff. Um, We got Moon Knight on Disney. Just premiered last Wednesday. Um... With Oscar Isaac as the lead. It's going to be six episodes. Um, Ethan Hawke is in it. F. Murray Abraham. Like the superhero stuff. I didn't know he was a former U.S. Marine. Because it doesn't come off of that. It just says, A mild-mannered gift shop employer, Stephen Grant, who becomes plagued with blackouts and memories of another life. Stephen discovers he has dissociative... Identity disorder and shares a but. Bo- See, I haven't said he shares a body yet. Because the first episode, so this is kind <clears> of. <throat> but he works at a gift shop. First episode's out. You can watch it streaming on Disney. I don't know a lot about Moon Knight. That's what's so interesting to me. Because I have nothing to delve against. Um, just did watch the new West Side Story. Which is an HBO Max. I don't remember if it's on Disney or Hulu, if it's on two or two different ones or not. Two and a half hours. And it does not pass like a two and a half hour movie. Um. Yeah, HBO Max and Disney Plus. Um I'll just say um Ansel Elgort, Rachel Ziegler, David Alvarez, uh, Rita Moreno. Ryan D'Arcy, James, Corey The uh, Steven Spielberg movie, of course. Um, where's the cinematographer? There you go. Cinematography by Janusz Kaminski. The cinematography of this film is so beautiful. Um, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit there and lie and say I was a great fan of the original. I saw the original one time. And the music—I mean, some of the music you'll hear—and it's—it's gone through years. There's a song, "I'm Pretty," or something like that. And I was like, "Oh, that's where it came from." I forgot about that. Um, but you always know well, when you're a jet—you're always a jet. Um, this, the 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 set design, the outfits, the cinematography, the editing. The camera shots, Um, this is, I mean, I know some people will say, well, this is Steven Spielberg. I think you can tell, and maybe it's just me, that this was his love letter that he's been wanting to make. The songs, the way the music is carried, like I said, the editing, the sound editing, everything. And I'm not saying that, I'm not going to say this is his best movie ever, because I don't know if it is. I will say this is his love letter because you can see the heart in this movie. This movie is intense. It is brutal in a way that the original couldn't have been for the era that it was made in. Um, there was some fantastic acting in this movie. Um, I'm going to have to watch it again because there are shots in this movie where the camera is just like... It's brilliant. It is breathtaking. You see exactly the era they were going for with parts of New York getting torn down and rebuilt. Um, and you, it just, I couldn't. I don't think I could recommend a movie more than West Side Story. Um, now I would have loved to see it on the big screen. Um, but I didn't get able to. But I, it's okay. I'll watch it again on the. You know. I got a 60 inch TV. That's good enough for me. Um, I'm just never going to the movies again. Yeah, that's it. Just kidding. Um. And the last one of the day. Just started this last night. A lot of people were looking forward to this. It's on Paramount Plus. Um Halo. Yes. Um, I don't know a lot about Halo because it was an Xbox game. It was an original Xbox game and has come through all the series of Xboxes, but I never got into the original Xbox. I was a PS2 guy. I was in the PlayStation to play PS2. I didn't get into the Xbox until the Xbox 360, whereas I don't know how many games were that deep. So the story of this, all I know is about Master Chief and he always wears a helmet because he's a character a lot like Judge Dredd was, which is one of my favorite characters, and there's a far difference between the Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone and the new Dredd movie with Carl Urban. And Carl was fully willing to keep the helmet on. Because that is the way the character is. Now, I don't know if that makes a difference with Halo or not. Um, I watched his first two episodes last night. Um, Like I said, I cannot base this off of anything I enjoyed it The first 10 minutes, I think, coming in um, I was not expecting Effects for a show on a streaming to be Maybe it's me Maybe it just hit me They do not look cheap They look like they spent a lot of money On a TV show Um, when you see, and it's kind of funny too, because it wanders off. I'm just gonna say this this setting, because you don't know anything about anything. These four or five kids wander off, you know, and you're they're they're talking about oh well, you don't need to, you know, the UNCs. They're talking about Spartans, and this is like a little outpost and. You know, in a post-apocalyptic world on a different planet or something. And there's no real backstory right yet. They'll work it into, I'm sure. But these four, five kids go out there. They run into some aliens. The aliens attack. And the aliens excuse my language here, blew them the fuck up. And it was brutal. If you watch it for a TV, it's not really TV because it's streaming, but those poor kids got blown the fuck up. And I mean, there were some... I mean, it looked like um, some of my favorite effects are like Mad Max, especially Mad Max Fury Road, where you have physical, actual effects going with explosions. And sometimes you have a hard time differentiating. And these kids, I mean, they couldn't have been over 15. They're blown apart. They're not just blown, you know... There's parts flying across the screen, and you're like, holy shit. Like I said, excuse my French. Um, but I you know that's not really French either, but it was pretty brutal. And it's kind of funny because when they go back to the outpost and all these aliens are attacking the outpost, they're not as vicious. They're just like, oh, you, you shoot, you know, people are getting shot, and they just fall down. It went from this brutality of blowing up, like, kids... Which was kind of funny. It's like, did they spend all their money in the first 10 minutes or just for the explosions? But like I said, um, the only actor I kind of know is the guy who plays Master Chief. Is because I was not expecting him to pull his mask off. Spoiler alert, if you like Halo, they, he pulls his mask off. Sorry if I spoiled that. Um, I like the first two episodes so far and I can't wait to watch some more. Um, I think they're dropping every week. Um, it is, it's pretty... pretty sci-fi laden, pretty uh, CGI, I'm sure. Um, It's a wide universe, you know, and like I said, I don't have a lot of knowledge of Halo. And I'm not going to spoil the storyline. But the guy who plays Master Chief, I don't know if you've watched American Gods, I'm still on season two of American Gods, I need to finish it. It's played by the unluckiest of all fucking leprechauns. And if you know that, you know who the leprechaun is, you know... He he is Master Chief, and it's a totally different. It's funny because I, lo- I had to look it up to verify it, and he does a great Irish accent on American Gods, and he has a good accent here, but he's not from either country, and that's he's a lot better actor than I thought he would be, and I can't wait to see what they do with this Halo. And some people might shoot it down because it's not following the rules of Halo. I don't know. I don't really care. Story, I'm story driven. Like I said, the only time I, I... I dealt with the first original Judge Dredd movie with St- Stallone taking off his helmet because they had the Angel Gang and they had the Cursed Earth and they had so much of the lore of Mega City 1 in the original Dr- Judge Dredd that I looked past him taking his helmet off. And I'm hoping in Halo they can look past this because there's enough of the universe of Halo. But we'll see. Um... Of course, while this was happening, we have the untimely passing of Taylor Hawkins, the drummer of the Foo Fighters. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what's going to happen with Foo after this. Um, I know he wasn't the original drummer from the fo- f- Foo Fighters, but he's been around there pretty freaking long, and he's helped Dave a lot. I know this is very hard-hitting for Foo Fighters fans. Um, and he's a lot of the sound and the look of the Foo Fighters, um, but he was only fifty, and that sucks. Sucks anybody passing. Um, and yeah, after after he passes, we've of course we've been dealing with two months of Russia deciding to invade the Ukraine, not the Ukraine invade Ukraine. I apologize they're using every every means necessary to try to justify invading a country. <clears throat> um, I mean, you know, like everybody does, you know, uh, no offense, I think America has done in the past. Oh, so we're going to we're defending this person, so we're going to invade this country, and I don't agree with any of it. Um but That's the whole thing is I don't – people are being brutalized over there and they're being um, – there's no justification for it. I mean, you're going to sit there and say, oh, well, they've been fighting insurgents in these two regions. Uh, Yeah, well, fighting doesn't beget fighting. This is the whole thing. Watching West Side Story, that's the brutality of West Side Story, is this is what happens when you live a life of fighting. People die. And that's the reality of this. Russia, you cannot invade a country without harming its citizens. And you cannot justify it by harming its citizens. You can't say, we're here to free these people who were never being held there against their will. Those regions, the people could have come and gone. Russia is big enough. You could spare the land if they really wanted out of there. They weren't stuck there. They could come and go as they please. Actually, I think the Russian border to Ukraine has been closed because the Russians closed it. Um, I don't know what planet Putin and his advisors are on where they can try to think this is justified, but it's not justifiable. Um, the comments that have been made by people stateside are porous. Um anyone siding with the destruction of a country and the harming and maiming of its citizens, there is no justification um, at all. But it's kind of funny. We went from Ukraine and the death of Taylor, and then... For whatever he- reason, and this is the only thing I'm going to say, and I'm not going to, I'm going to say a quick little blurb because it's been on the media too much, the Oscar slap. All I'm going to say is, <clears throat> people have bad days. Was it a good decision? No. Should it be? Is it? You look at the history of people, and I'm I don't believe in canceling people. I don't believe in. I believe in second chances. I believe in third chances. Um, the two people who are involved are the only people who should be talking about it. Do I think it was right? No. Do I think people's careers should be ended because of it? No. But those two people are the people who need to talk about it, not us. Because we're just fueling it. We're making memes of it. Like every time we make a freaking meme of everything. Um. Like I said, violence begets violence. And that's a lesson for the month. Um, Be good people. Think before you do stuff. Try not to harm others. Listen to good things. Be positive. Um, Don't let other people control you. Read the facts. Take the time to read and learn. And this is me signing off for the month and hopefully it'll be a little quicker next month. I hope so. Sorry. My Northwest, uh, regional manager. Um, I'll be up to it uh, a little quicker. I hope just, just remember we're profit sharing, right? So, so I get some of that too. Um, shout outs to, I guess I was picking on Brooks right there, Brooks and John on basement buddies podcast. Always check them out. They come out every week, every Saturday. They record on Sunday, release on Saturday, and they edit in between. I do not edit. I just go straight through. Um, also, I have my friends in Canada, my Canadian friends, um, Mike and Katie up there who do Cup of Rad, Cup of Rad podcast. They come out every week, every Tuesday, I believe. Um, Adam Neeson. He's been on Banter Flicks on YouTube. He's been on Fright Night. He's a writer-contributor. I really hope he comes back and puts more Mooncat production um, podcasts out there. My Irish buddy, Adam and Heidi. Um, Everything's always better with Adam and Heidi. Um, I miss hearing your voice, man. Um, Always look forward to the little clips you put out there. And I watch him talking about movies. And I know he's working hard on his movies because he is a director now. And he is working his butt off. And I'm sure over there in Ireland, they've reopened from COVID, so he's probably working his full-time job again. Um, He loves movies as much as everybody, even more probably, because I love his opinions on them. Go check him out as well. Um, I have got cats licking me, telling me to get off this damn microphone, and my son looking at me because school is closed today because this is the third time this year, in this year from 2022, that school has been closed because a possible thunderstorm Yeah. I'm, I've been lucky this time because I was already scheduled for the day off, but the other two times I've had to take the days off because of a possible thunderstorm. And the funny thing is, this is the third time that the possible thunderstorm did not happen. Um, so it gets a little angry. I understand them saving. I understand that. I'm not debating that. It's the fact that I don't know what weather reports they're reading because I can look at the same weather reports from the weather channel itself, which do not show whatever they're saying. If it was a unified thing across all the boards, I don't know what weather reports they're seeing because the general populace, we're not seeing it. And we can log on to NOAA, NOAA, we can log on to the Weather Channel, we can log on to AccuWeather. And it doesn't have these reports they're seeing, so I'm not sure where they're getting these reports that saying there's going to be dangerous winds and dangerous tornadoes. We live in an area that we've been pretty lucky in the only time usually that we see a tornado is if a hurricane's coming in. Or a tropical storm. And I understand that. Schools closing for that makes sense. Anyways, I'm bitching and complaining. And I'm getting off of here. And you have a fantastic rest of your week. Peace.